Blog Talk Radio.
read to the word of God. We will open up with a general prayer. We will also give you the opportunity to um, call in for prayer. So at this time, if you need um, prayer, if you would just press the one, the prayer line is now over open. I don't know about you, but I just thank God for this day. This is a day that the Lord has made, and I share rejoicing in it. I don't know about you, but I got to praise for the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. It's a blessing to be in the land of the living. For God is a good God. He's good all the time. What an awesome God that we the sweetest name I know is the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 my Lord, my Lord, how sweet is the name of Jesus. I don't know about you, but you got to tell it everywhere you go. I got to tell it everywhere I go because his name is sweet. His name is above all names. We need to exalt his name and give him praise at all times and in all things. Amen. If you need prayer at this time, if you can just press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. You don't have to say your name. All you need to do is just give your prayer request and where you are calling from. Because we'd like to know what part of the world that we are touching and sharing the gospel with. So we just thank God for his word that is coming forth today. Amen. Amen. I don't see anybody with the hand raised for prayer. So we're just going to keep it moving. Amen. And I'm going to open up in general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come and we say thank you, God, for this day. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, we thank you for being our provider, our helper, our source, our resource. We thank you, Lord, for deliverance, oh God. We thank you, God, that you're able to do a seed abundance of all that we could ever ask in or think. Lord, we give you praise. We exalt your name on high. We thank you for Jesus and the blood that is shed at God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit and his presence, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the praise and all of the glory. We thank you, Lord, that you are able to do all things. There's nothing too hard for you, God. We just give you praise, praise, honor, glory, glory. We thank you even now, Lord. We pray for those who are sick, God. We pray for healing in the body, oh God. We pray for healing in the mind, God. We ask you, Father God, to touch them right now, God, in that place, in that place of pain, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that they will seek you and call on your name for their healing, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for deliverance, oh God, for the souls of men all over the nation, God. We pray that the nation will come back unto the Father in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that souls will come come out of sin, come out of darkness, and come to the marvelous light, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We pray that every prodigal son, every prodigal daughter will come home, bring them to the right mind, even now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, save souls right now, God, for your glory, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We ask you to meet the need of every person under the sound of my voice, even now, God, in the name of Jesus. You know what they need, oh God, and we thank you even in advance, oh God, for supplying their every need, oh God, for Thou art Jehovah Jireh. We call on 
hold a dire right now, and we ask your Father to supply their every need, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We thank you right now, God, that you are our helper, God. You are our strength, God. You are our deliverer, God. We thank you, God, for your word. We thank you for your faith. We thank you for your love, God, and your grace and mercy that are new every day. You declare, Lord, in your word that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, God, we thank you that somebody's joy is about to come back. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Hey! We give you praise, oh God, for even now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we lift your Heal, Lord, for thou art the true physician, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that it's already done, God, in the name of Jesus, O God, because you died that we might have life in every area in our life. You died that we might live and live an abundant life. In you, O oh God, we thank you for it right now. We thank you for their healing right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we give you all the praise. We pray for those who have lost loved ones, O oh Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray right now, Father, that you will comfort them. Even now, God, right now, we pray that you will comfort them, God. Comfort them. Give them strength right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the praise, oh God, all of the glory, God. We release this word in the atmosphere, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We just release the blood to go before even now, God. We just thank you right now. We ask you to demonstrate your power through the healing power through your word, God, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Lord, we thank you that it's already done, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we call those things to be not as though they were. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is so, and it is done. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. It's all right. It's okay. Because Jesus got it. God, God got you. No matter what's going on in your life, he got you. Amen. To God beyond the glory. Amen. The message today is going to come from John. Amen. John, the second chapter, one of my favorite books. Well, I don't know my favorite book, but I love John. <laughs> I love John. So I'm going to read. Um, We're going to be in John, the second chapter today. Amen. To God be all of the glory. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads. And the third day, there was a wedding, there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. 
And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. And Jesus said unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servant, whatsoever he says unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containers two or three furling a piece. Jesus said unto them, fill the water pot with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, draw now out now and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the the water that was made wine, the servants withdrew the water new. But the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This be this is the beginning of miracles did Jesus in Canaan of Galilee and manifest forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. After this he went down to Capernaum, he and his mother and his brothers brethren and his disciples and they continued there not many days. Amen. To God be the glory. We thank God for his holy word. Amen. The title of our message today is going to be Holy holy Matrimony. Amen. Holy Matrimony. I'm going to teach on the subject today of Holy Matrimony today. Um, What is Holy Matrimony? Holy Matrimony is defined as a simple uh, definition for marriage between two Christian believers. It's a marriage ceremony or a celebration where wedding vows are taken before God and the witness. Here in this set a passage of scripture, the Bible says that Jesus was invited, in other words, to the marriage ceremony as the couple was getting ready to take the vow. Uh, Jesus was there. The mother of Jesus was there. The disciples was there. Uh, The Bible says that both Jesus was called to the marriage. And, you know, when we look at Holy Matrimony and when you look at this set on passage of Scripture, I say it's very rich because it gives us so much and it symbolizes so much how much God loved us and how much Jesus loved us so much that he compares his relationship to us with marriage. 
the, the Bible says that he was invited. You know, we have a lot of marriages today. And you know, in our world today, uh, marriages have, uh, and weddings and all these things have a different meaning. It's not the biblical meaning of marriage. You know, no man can change God's definition of marriage. Uh, God's marriage is still between a man and a woman, a son and a daughter of God, for it to be a holy matrimony. You know, today uh, in many states, and uh, you can, you don't have to have a, you really truly don't have to have a wedding anymore, nor a ceremony. You just go down to whatever your uh, probate judge office and, and, uh, Get a license now because they don't even marry you even in a probate judge office anymore. They don't do that anymore. But those who are believers, they need to do their wedding vows. It's very important for you to do that. But the scripture tells us that Jesus was invited, which made me believe that this was a holy matrimony. These were two people. It was a man and woman of God that God had brought together. He had gathered them together, and now they are they are having this ceremony. You know, there are many marriages. God ain't there. His presence is not there. And he had not been invited. And he's not there because it's not a marriage of God. It's a marriage of the world. And when we look at this, this marriage, we see that they ran out of wine. In this passage of scripture, as it talks about the the marriage, the holy matrimony, you know that holy matrimony that's a really a deep thing. It's really really deep, and you have to get some knowledge and understanding about what marriage is truly all about. Because you want Jesus to be at your marriage, you want Jesus present at your marriage. You want Jesus to be a part of it. But today, as I said earlier, we see that marriage has a new definition in the world. Today, two men can marry and walk down the aisle with the tucks on. Two women can marry with their wedding gowns on and walk down the aisle. Well, the Bible says, and I love y'all, so I got to tell you the truth, that the Bible says, that God created them male and female. In order for it to be holy, it's got to be a male and a female. They got to be one with God, if I can say that word. They can be got to be one in the spirit with God. Because once you marry, I can go deep in it, but I'm not gonna go deep in it. But we have to realize that God gave the definition for marriage. And for it to be holy. And if God has not put them together, he don't have to make it work. But if he put them together, he will make it work. You know, the Bible says, well, that God says in the word, in Genesis, he says, I created them male and female. I created them in my own image. I created them so they can multiply the earth. Well, you know, a man and two men get married and two women get married. I don't know, but <laughs> it don't fit. It don't fit. It just don't fit. And not only that, we have to really look at it. If that was the truth, 
which we know is no truth in it. It's death in it. It's no truth in it. It's a perverse thing because you can't produce life. None of us would be here if we didn't have a mother and a father. Two men cannot produce a child. Two women together cannot produce a child. So we have to get it right. And know that the things of God are holy. No, I can't tell you who to love. I can't tell you who to marry. That's not my job. But I got to tell you the truth and I got to give you the word. Because it's not of God. And it's not holy. Holy matrimony before God. If you get married, I know many people are waiting for the husband and wife. It's about to be a season of marriage. But there's a Holy matrimony when two God have united two hearts and two souls together. Just at this way, I, I I honestly believe and know what to be a truth and a fact that if this were not men and a man of God and a woman of God, Jesus would not have been called to the wedding. Do you know that God is standing there before you when you take your marriage vows uh, before witness? You're taking them before God. And he's there. Just, I heard what preacher said, powerful man of God said, you ain't even got to invite him. He's going to be there. Because it's a very serious thing when it comes to marriage. And, you know, in in here we see how um, they ran out of wine. When we see that the things that makes it holy, that Jesus was invited. He was there. He was there to witness the the, the marriage. He was there to witness uh, two people come together, two hearts, two souls as one. He was a witness. Jesus was a witness there. He was there. He had the presence of God because he had the he had the spirit of God dwelling in him. He had the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling in him. So the presence of God was there. God himself was there because we know Jesus was just as much God as he was man. So his presence was there. We know it had to be a beautiful wedding ceremony because Jesus was invited there. And all the needs were met, even though they ran out of wine, the Bible says that when Jesus told them what to do and they did it, that they had the best of the wine. It was better than the wine that they had out in the beginning. They had more than enough. So when Jesus is a part of the marriage, that holy matrimony ceremony, then you will have more than enough. His presence will be there. There will be an overflow of the wine. The love of God will be in the, be in the atmosphere, his presence. The bridegroom is called. I love that. When it says the bridegroom was called. And, you know, in the scripture, it talks about the bridegroom. And the Bible tells us how Christ, and I'm just going to try to paraphrase it, uh, try to make it as simple as I can. The, the bridegroom was called. And, um, and that was the man that was marrying the, the, the daughter of God. I would say daughter of God. Um, that he was married. He was the bridegroom. And they called him because of how good. The wine was. You can call the governor something like what we have today, uh, master of ceremony or mistress of ceremony. That what we kind of considered that. Um, but the bridegroom was called. You know, and the Bible tells us how uh, 
God compares his relationship with us just like our relationship in the natural with uh, with your husbands and your wives. He compares that with that. You know, he loved the church. Jesus loved the church that he laid down his life for her. He's talking about the body of Christ. He's talking about the church. That's why I said this is so rich. These 12 verses is so rich with the love and the holiness of God. When we when we really read it and we really get understanding, when we really get knowledge of what love is and what marriage is supposed to be, it's not what the world says it's supposed to be. It's got to be an agape love. It's got to be a love of God. In order for me to love my husband, in order for me to love somebody, I got to have that love of God. Because his love is not connected to anything. It's not connected to material things, worldly things, lustful desires. Um, and in many things, many times today, people are marrying uh, believers are marrying unbelievers. They're unequally yoked. They don't do what the word of God says when it says about a mate or help me or help mate for the man. They don't do that stuff. They look and I gotta use the elder thing with the lipstick. Because we look at look they look at the men look at the lipstick. They look at the skirt. Some of them uh, uh, look at uh, the hair, the body shape, the outer appearance, but they never look at the heart. And then we run down the aisle. Women look at other things. They look at money. They look at security. They look at house. They look at uh, car. They look at uh, job titles. What is fine? We look at all these things, but we're not looking at the heart. And we end up in a situation that we all not to end up in. What they You know, holy matrimony. You know, marriage and love. It's not, you know, even though we have marriages in the world and we know, we know we see it every day. But true love comes from God. It's a celebration. They were having a celebration of a man of God and a woman of God that who are joined together in holy matrimony where Christ will be the head and the center of the marriage. In the Bible says, God, Christ, man, and then the wife. And then, you know, the children after that. So, if we're going to do it right in the sight of God, we got to go by the word of God. We got to do what the word of God says when it comes to holy matrimony. It's really deep. It's really deep, and I, 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 when when I said and I got some understanding and got some wisdom and knowledge about different things about love and marriage, love and happiness, love and happiness, call when God unites you with the right man and the right woman. You you know God will show you your wife. He will show you 
your husband too. He'll bring you into the land. Just like he did Esther in the land. Just as he did Ruth, he brought her in the land. Holy. This, this is a holy thing. It even talks about the wine. You know, if we really look at the wine and what the wine symbolizes, what water represents, what the uh, the wine represents, the blood and, and the spirit, which is really, really rich. And that's why I say it's a holy matrimony. It ain't marriage. is nothing to play. It's a very serious thing. And here, you know, they did what Jesus told them to do. But how many of us do what Jesus tells us to do when it comes to marriage? Do we do what he said that we need to do? You know, you got to be you got to be living right, living in holiness, and you got to be seeking God, and you got to be praying God. You, you got it's a lot of things that you have to do. You know, last week we talked we talked about being ready and being prepared. God will prepare you and get you ready for your wife. He'll get you ready for your husband, and Jesus gonna be there. So when you say, "Lord, you gave me this wrong." Lord, he gave me this day. He get up a day. <laughs> you better go to the definition of love. Love does all things. It covers a multitude of faults. Lord, help us today. We're going to love and happiness. <laughs> love and happiness. They're going to make you do right. They're going to make you do wrong. <laughs> help us today, Lord. Help us today. Love and happiness. When you get the right man and the right woman, you get a thing, Lord, help us today. But, Lord, help us today. But but the word of God tells us that, you know, that Jesus was there. And that's very important for us to realize that, you know, we want Jesus to be a part of everything that we do. Everything, we, everything that we do, we want him to be a part of it. We want peace in it. We want joy in it. We want love in it. And, and in order for it to, to be a, uh, a marriage that is holy, Jesus has to be in the middle of it. He has to be the center of it. Because the Bible tells us that a three-planted cord is not easily broken. That's the, that's the uh, Christ, uh, that's the husband, and then the wife. And all these other people that come in and try to take over all these so-called girlfriends that try to tell you how to do something, and they ain't got no husband, they ain't got no man, they ain't got nothing, they done been down that road, that's what about is. They got the same men out there doing the same old thing. Don't know a real woman when you see one. Don't know a diamond, a, a pearl, not a pearl, but a ruby when you see one. Don't know a real woman of God. But we got to get it right because we want to, if we're getting married, we want to be in right standing with God. We don't just want to marry anything or anybody. We want to, the best, you know how the Bible says when it said that when the the governor had called the bridegroom. He said, you know, most people, they bring out the the um, 
bring out the good good um wine first, and then they bring out the, the cheap wine, if I can say it that way. They bring out the cheap wine last. When the people drunk, they don't know no, no different. They just drinking and partying. So they really don't, they don't know no different than the wine. But he said, this is different. That's why he called the brown This is something different. I ain't never seen this happen. You mean you serving the better wine at the end? I ain't never seen this happen. This was, this was some good wine because Jesus, Jesus, Jesus played over that wine. That's some good wine. That was some good wine. It was not no wine with no alcohol in it and that kind of stuff. It wasn't no kind of wine like that. You know, there are many kind of wines that we that we know of. We have sparkling wine. We have red wine, white wine. Uh, and all those are made out of different types of grapes. But you can buy those, what they call sparkling wine. Um, sparkling um, wine, I think they call it. But they don't have any uh, alcohol or anything like that. It's more like a juice or whatever. And so I, I the the wine in itself is um symbolizes a whole lot of things in here. It symbolizes uh the good wine. It symbolizes a new beginning, it symbolizes a, a new life, it it symbolizes a new land, it it, it symbolizes um the love of God. It it symbolizes hope and faith. It it symbolizes a new thing, a transformation of things. It symbolizes a whole lot of things. You know, and I put a picture on my Facebook page, and you can go back and look at it. It is a beautiful picture how they took the water, when they poured the water, and how it transformed and went into the form of a rich, great wine. It's really beautiful. And... uh, you know, here Jesus did the same thing. They had more than enough. They had six pots. That whole probably twenty or thirty gallons of wine. That's a lot of wine. They had more than enough. Because you know, when you get mad, you don't want to like the people used to say back in the day, you don't want to have a reception, then you run out of stuff. <laughs> my mother would say, my God your mother would say, if you ain't gonna if you ain't gonna have enough food. And you have no thing you don't have to do it. Because you don't never want to run out of anything. You want to have more than enough not than not to have enough. And so they had more than enough. So, you know, when we look at the word of God and we look at it and we see how Jesus was there at this marriage and at this wedding in Canaan, we, we have to realize that marriage is a gift from God and we don't need to take it lightly. How many of you know that true love is a gift from God? It only comes from him. You can't love nobody without the love of God within you, without his spirit in you. A house divided will sure to fall. You don't want to be unequally yoked. The Bible says do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. You want Jesus to be at your wedding. You want him to be there. It's very important for him to be there. As that, as that pastor said, you ain't got to invite him. Invite him if it's of him, if it's of God. You ain't got to invite him. Because Jesus, you know, the scripture, it tells us, uh, and I'm just going to kind of paraphrase in Monica, uh, Jesus said that in our second chapter, that Jesus was a witness to the marriage. He was, um, he is, 
he knows the bridegroom and he knows the bride. Because marriage is a covenant, it's a it's a promise thing. Marriage is, is a ministry. And every day ain't gonna be a good day in it. You can't be wanna kick your stick. <laughs> you can't you can't be wanna kick your ride to the car now. You hurry to the car now, we don't have <laughs> the day long. We gotta get it right. <laughs> so we just praise God for his holy word, but the love of God, the Bible said, this is love. And it was manifested in the flesh. Jesus, the Son of God, that he came to to reconcile us back to Christ and his love. And, you know, even though, you know, in the word of God, it, it tells us about the bride of Christ, and that's his church. He, he When he says, when it says her, it's talking about, the body of Christ as a whole. And then Jesus is the bridegroom. He's coming back to get his bride. How many of you know he's coming back? And he's coming back for a ready church. He's coming back to get his bride. And we got to be ready. We can't be sitting with it. We got to be ready when he comes. Because the bridegroom is coming. And he's coming for his church. He's coming for the bride, his church. So I want to encourage you. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. Amen. We got to get it right. We got to have that love of God that water cannot quench the love. And where flood cannot cannot drown. And how we get that? By the love of God. That's the only way we can get it is by his love. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready and preparing. Get some of that good wine. <laughs> y'all, y'all. I got them glasses already. Y'all got that glass ready? Get the glass ready. Get the glass ready. Bleed <laughs> the word of the God. Hear the word of the Lord. <laughs> Get ready for the new thing. Get ready for the new wine. Get ready for the overflow. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for it. I don't know how long you've been waiting for it. I don't know how long you've been waiting for it, but. Thank God for it. Don't get discouraged, amen. Don't get discouraged, amen. Just thank God for his word, amen. Praise God for his word. We want to go ahead and give the invitation to Christ. If you don't know Jesus and he is not your Lord and Savior, if you would just say this prayer with me, Father, I am need of a Savior. I'm a sinner. I need you to come into my life. And heal me, set me free, deliver me from sin, deliver me from darkness. I need your help. I can't do this on my own. I repent of my sin with a godless heart. Come and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you live, died, and rose again just for me. Come and be the sinner and the head of my life. I believe that you shed your blood just for me, that I might live. If you said that prayer and you honestly repent, just hit me up on Facebook and let me know. I will get with you, amen, and my leaders as well. Uh, We will get with you, amen, because we want you to get it. We want you to be ready. We want you to get all the things that God has promised to those who believe. 
all those that are followers of Christ. We want you to get everything that God has promised. He promised that he got a plan for our lives, and that's to do us good. And he does, and he hasn't forgot about you. Somebody tell me, he done forgot about me. <laughs> he ain't forgot about you. He ain't forgot about you. He has not forgotten about you. And I know sometimes it looks like it, but he has not forgotten about you. Amen. If you are a church goer and your name is on the church roll and you're not saved, amen, to God be the glory. There are many church goers all over this world. They go to church safely every Sunday, but they are not saved. They are not born again. They're on the road. They're paying tithes and offerings. They're working in auxiliaries and all this different stuff in the church. But they're not saved. They're not true. They don't know Jesus. And I know that to be a truth because I was one myself. I was a church goer myself. I ain't know Jesus. But I was in the church. I grew up in the church. Grew up in a little country church that I love very dearly. But I wasn't saved. I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know the man named Jesus. I didn't know how sweet his name is. I didn't know Jesus. I was going in and out of the church every night, working in the church and doing all kinds of work in church. We must be born again. We got to know our name can't be just on the church road. When the bridegroom comes back, he coming back for a red church. He's not coming back for a denomination. He's not coming back for a particular race of people. He ain't coming for none of that. He ain't coming back back for those that uh, think they can get in by good deeds and money and all that kind of stuff. Can't buy your way in this. Your name can't get you in this. Your name got to be written in the Lamb Book of Life. You got to get it right. And you know that whether you saved or not, it's time to stop playing church. Stop being church goers. I heard somebody say that the other day, talking about some church goers. I'm not being no church goer. We need to be followers and disciples of Christ. We ought to be doing some kind of work. Something's wrong. If you can go in and out of the church and you never change, you're still living in darkness, you're still homeowning, you're still backbiting, you're doing all those things, you're still clubbing it. You still run around with the sweet thing, and then your wife, and then you're, you're running around um, with your sugar daddy and got a husband at home. You you still in the streets, drinking, lying, and all this is stuff. Got side pieces. We got to get it right. And then we dress up on Sunday, but our heart ain't right before God, and he sees us. And he is not pleased with it. He got to get it right. Because the bridegroom is coming. Jesus is coming. If we look at what's going on in the world, he's coming. And he's coming from a true church. We got to get it right. We got to get our life and our house in order. Because he's sure to be coming. He's going to be called and he's coming. We got to get it right. Well, you were just a church goer like I was, and I want to encourage you today just to say this simple prayer, Lord, save me. I repent of my sin with a godly sorrow. I turn from my sin. I know you were baptized. I hear you. But going under the water, as the elder would say, 
If you go under the water as a devil, you come out a wet devil. <laughs> so we got to be saved. That water ain't saying you got to be born again. You got to have the true spirit of God. There's many spirits out there, but it's not the true spirit of God. You got to have the true spirit of the living God. You got to be born again. So if you said that prayer and you want to do repent, just hit me up on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or any of the other people, um, ministers on uh, under uh, the leadership of a powerful and pastor, amen, uh, with our Wild Worldwide Ministry. And if you are a backslider, we want to encourage you to come back. The Bible says that um, the Lord, that God is always uh, married to the backslider. He's always married to the backslide. So I want to encourage you to come back into the sheepfold while you see I have time. God is a loving and kind God, and you need to come while the blood is yet running warm in your veins, and you need to repent of your sin, which means turn your life around, come back to Jesus. Turn your life around and don't turn back to sin. He's a forgiving God. And you don't want to get caught outside the sheepfold. You know, the is not promised to us the next second or the next minute. We sometimes think we got plenty of time. But tomorrow's not promised to none of us, so we got to get it right. And it starts today. We need to start today. We need to get it right today. And if you have done that, that slide just said, Lord, I rededicate my life to you. I will repent of my sin with a godly sorrow. And when you do that, just inbox me and, uh, on Facebook or any of the other team members uh, on the Without Wands Worldwide Ministry, amen, and we will get with you, amen. So we want you to get it right so you can get back to doing the things of God, amen. Whatever you need, God has it, amen. You know, God can give you a, a wife. You don't have to get out there and do those kind of things. We to be careful about that. So let's get it right. Get your own wife. If you mess with nobody else, why leave that man wife alone? Leave that woman husband alone now. Stop it. Stop it. Get it right. Get your own husband and wife. <laughs> Help the day long. <laughs> you want your marriage to be holy. Walk by the house. Somebody else over the wife. Stop it. <laughs> Help the day long. Help us the day long. We thank God for his word, amen. We thank God for every soul that has come unto the Lord, amen. We just give God all the praise and all of the glory, amen. Have, a, have my general announcement, BOT announcements, amen. We do hope and pray that you tune in to, to Pathetic Corner today with Prophetess Martha Williams, amen. The Pathetic Corner. She's the first half of the hour of power. They call us the hour of power, amen. And she's on the air. From 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Block Talk Radio Live. I want to encourage you to get connected and follow her ministry there on Block Talk Radio. You can also follow there on Facebook. Um, I want to encourage you to sow an offering into her ministry. I know her ministry has been a blessing unto you, so I want to encourage you to do that. If you want to talk to the prophet, I want to encourage you just to inbox her there on Facebook, a praying woman, woman of God, a powerful woman of God, amen, and um, just hit up on Facebook, Martha Williams, or Prophetess Martha Williams, they're two separate Facebook pages, amen, so you can contact her there, uh, if you want to 
an offering into her ministry, she can tell you how to do that. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour of power from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always live on Block Talk Radio. Amen. To God be the glory. We have for you on Tuesday night one word from the Lord with my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Rouse. They're on Block Talk Radio live at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I want to encourage you to follow them, amen. They are on Block Talk Radio. You can also follow them as well on their Facebook pages as well, amen. Uh, you can follow them on uh, Without Walls uh, Worldwide Ministry Facebook page as well. So we want to encourage you to do that. We want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected. God is going to do some great work under their ministry. Amen. We just thank God for what he's getting ready to do in their lives. Amen. A powerful man and woman of God. And they're great mentors and coach. Amen. I want to encourage you to get connected to them. If you need a mentor or coach, you can also inbox them there on Facebook, and they will get back with you. Amen. If you need a word from the Lord, all right. You want to connect to Apostle. Amen. Um Apostle slash prophet, Yvonne, amen. A true prophet of God, our own time, word all the time. So I want to encourage you to do that. If you don't have a leader or you're not a part of a ministry, I want to encourage you to get connected to these ministries. We are uh, our church of God. These ministries are ordained by God. We just don't have a physical building, but we are a church. We are the body of Christ. And, you know, um, Jesus never had a building. His ministry and his work was always outside of the church, even though he went inside the church. He, his ministry was outside the walls. So we want to encourage you to get connected. We are Bible-believing churches. You can contact any of us, and we will get with you, and we will set up sessions with you for prayer and, and scripture reading and those type of things. So we want to encourage you to do that because we want you to get what God has, has planned for your life. Uh, we want you to have the best. We want you to have the man of God or the woman of God. We want you to have the, the house on a thousand here. We want you to have all of that. We want you to be walking in righteousness and holiness before God. Amen. So I want to encourage you to do that. Um, and you can, as I said earlier, you can contact them on Facebook. Um, Yvonne Ryle, I think she has one of Yvonne Ryle, Prophet Yvonne Ryle, and then they have Without Walls Worldwide Ministry, and then Pastor, it's Pastor Joseph Ryle, and you can connect with him there, men. You can connect with Pastor there, powerful man of God, a preacher man of God. I love him, Pastor now. I love him now. I love him. I love him. I love him. I, love him. I want to uh, encourage you to get connected to them. Amen. Also, we have for you on Saturday, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askew. She's on the air live at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Block Talk Radio. I want to encourage you to follow her ministry. Follow her there on Facebook. Amen. Follow her there. You can also inbox her there. I want to encourage you to get connected. This is a very powerful woman of God, a very seasoned, anointed woman of God, a woman that can get a prayer up. Praying, woman of God. If you didn't hear the message on yesterday, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that message. It's as an on time word. It's very rich. It will feed your soul. 
It'll give you some wisdom nuggets. I want to encourage you to do that. This is a very, very powerful woman of God, and God's going to do some great, great work through elders. I want to encourage you to get connected to uh, her ministry, amen, to hear her message and to follow her. When you follow without one's worldwide ministry, you will be following elder there, and you will also be following my pastor and uh, pastors there as well. So if you um Follow without walls for what minute you'll be following those three. You'll follow those two um ministries. Amen. There on Block Talk Radio. And we want to encourage you to get connected and be a part of what God is about to to do with these ministries. Amen. We want to also encourage you. If you have not purchased my ebook, The Heart Reflect, I want to encourage you to do that. It's only two ninety nine. It's the work of God. It's gonna bless your soul. You can give it as a gift. I know a lot of people are getting ready to, uh, and, and probably already doing all kind of layaways and stuff for Christmas and stuff like that. But give them something that can give them some uh, wisdom, help them get some knowledge, help them get some understanding. So you're going to need it in the world. So I want to encourage you to do it. It's a really good read, amen. So I want to encourage you to do that. You can give it as a gift, amen. You just go to Amazon.com, uh, or you can just Google the heart reflection. And it should, it should pull it up, amen. It should take you right to the site. Just one click and you can purchase it for two ninety nine. We just thank God for what he was doing, amen. We just thank God. Be on the lookout for our new ebook that will be coming out sooner or later sometime next year. We're praising God for that. But we want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected, amen, to God beyond of the glory. And we're going to get ready to... To, to get out of here, but let us be careful, let us be mindful, um, let us be prayerful. Um, um, this month is uh, November, it came in, and, you know, this is the month of Thanksgiving, but let us be thankful every day, let us always pray always, let us pray for one another, amen, let us love ye one another, as God has commanded us to do, amen, and don't get in no hurry. Don't try to get in a hurry. Just, just don't get in a hurry. What God has promised to you, it should surely come to pass. And I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction, and we're going to get out of here. I'm just thank God for his word. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. You have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. God loves you, and we love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. You have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. Be safe. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.